It's The Daily Countable, what your government's doing and what you can do about it. I'm Andrea Seabrook. Today is Tuesday, January 8th, 2019. The House and Senate are both in session today, lumbering forward on nitty-gritty bills to extend a Medicaid trial program, protect people in case of a pandemic, strengthen small businesses, and set a course in the Middle East conflict. But the big movement is off the floors today. We're entering day 18 of the partial government shutdown. Democrats and Republicans are gaming out their next moves and preparing for dueling televised speeches tonight in prime time from President Trump and then from a top Democrat. Maybe you've seen those signs hanging at thousands of federal lands and buildings in bright red letters, area closed. You could hang that sign on the Office of Pragmatic Rationalism, if such a thing existed, because it seems as if there's no end in sight to this thing, though the heat is definitely rising on both sides. Take, for example, what's going on at the national parks. Normally, during a shutdown, the government closes the parks, and in the past, that's made citizens really mad. We love our parks. So the White House, in order to head off some of that popular pressure that's built up before, didn't close them. The Trump administration ordered the parks to leave their gates wide open, even though most park workers are furloughed. It seemed like an astute political move. That is, until the trash started piling up and the porta-potties began overflowing. Ew. Now, some experts warn that citizens are doing long-term damage to the parks by, for example, off-roading and building fires in places it's normally prohibited. At historic sites like Civil War battlefields, some people have been stealing valuable artifacts. So a hot question today is, during a government shutdown, what's worse, the inconvenience of closing the parks or the damage that comes from leaving them open and unattended? Go to Countable to make your voice heard on this. Of course, you could choose option C, not shut down the government in the first place. But it seems like that would require the aforementioned Office of Pragmatic Rationalism. And it's pretty obvious, but we don't have one of those. If you like this podcast, subscribe and get it daily. Put the Countable app on your phone or go to the site for updates on government, the news of the day, and, of course, your top issues. Join the conversation. It is critical for all of us. I'm Andrea Seabrook. Talk to you tomorrow.